I'm Elliot Malkin, and this is The People. What was I like as a kid? You were hell on wheels. From the minute you learned to talk, that was it. You told us how to run our lives, what to do, what you wanted to do. You would have, once you had a, a problem in school, and I said, oh, I'm going to go and fight with the teacher. And you said, you will not go to school. I will take care of it. And you did. And that was typical of the way that you ran your life. But you must have enabled me. When you said, don't go to school, I didn't go to school. I let you take care of the things you wanted to take care of. Here's a typical example. You hated to go to the grocery store. You would not go to any store. You hated shopping. And then you would say, if you take me into that store, I am going to lay down and have a temper tantrum. That's a threat. Yeah, you threatened me. So I wouldn't take you because I knew what was going to happen. So it worked. Yeah, but if you had a temper tantrum, I would ignore it. But I knew you meant what you said. But then we had an out. I was able to go grocery shopping with you because your father invented the coupon game. And you, boy, did you love that. So you, and you used to ask your friends to come with you, thought it was so great. And so <laughs> I used to have to take all these kids shopping to play the coupon game. So I would have this pile of coupons and everybody would get a coupon and then they would be, who could find the article first? And then they'd run back. And they thought that was the greatest thing ever. Right. Well, that's genius. It I mean, fun. one second your kid is threatening you. Yeah. And the next, enthusiastic. Yeah, it was fun. We had a great time. But I had to make sure I had enough coupons for everybody. So do you have any other examples of these psychological gimmicks? No, that was the only one. I think I'm going to do a lot of those. If your child has a personality like you, you better start thinking up a lot of stuff. My hope is that my child mostly has Juliet's personality. Why? Because she's lovely and she was probably a lovely child. Well, every kid tries out a temper tantrum and mostly you don't pay any attention or they'll keep doing it. What else did I do as a kid? You wouldn't nap. Why? You said you wouldn't take a nap, you know, after you were maybe two. Yeah, from two to three, you wouldn't nap. But you needed one. So every day at three o'clock, you would you would start crying and you would be awful. And I would beg you to go to bed and put you down and let you cry. And that didn't work. I tried everything. It's like you had a meltdown every afternoon. Come three o'clock, it was like clockwork. So for one year, it was hard. Oh, so it was only hard for one year. Oh, no. you Everything. You had that. You had you wouldn't go places. You would tell us what to do. You were never easy. So I sucked, basically. Well, you were hard to raise. You were never an unhappy child. I was definitely very happy from as far back as I remember from at least second to eighth grade. Yeah, you were never an unhappy child. You were happy in first grade and kindergarten, too. I mean, I don't remember you ever being unhappy. I mean, my whole life consisted of running around in the backyard, playing sports, playing games with the other kids in the neighborhood, and riding bicycles around. So what's so bad about that? No, it was great. And played... Early computer games. Right. We had Apple IIs. We had early dial-up modems. Well, I was encouraging you to be more computer-oriented from day one. Yeah. What else did I do as a a little kid? I don't remember. Did I ever break anything? Yeah, you were experimental. You threw an open can of fruit cocktail down the laundry chute. You windexed a wooden table. Okay. Left big marks and streaks all over the table. Messed that up pretty good. Well, what are you supposed to clean it with? Furniture polish. Why? Because it's wood? Yeah. 
So Windex you can only use on windows? Well, on glass, on washable surfaces, that's not a washable surface. What business do you have having furniture that doesn't have a washable surface? What are you talking about? It was It's a not beautiful table. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to have kids, why have items that are We had the table fragile. before we had the kids. Well, didn't you it know you were going to have dining kids? Room. Well, nobody would think of that, the formal dining room. I'm not going to kid-proof the whole house. And then my I had a whole metal workshop in the basement, and she used to like to play with my tools. So what's wrong with that? Well, it wasn't good for the tools, I can tell you that. Didn't you have a torch down there? Yeah, I had an acetylene torch. Well, you didn't do that. That was dangerous. I know, but you didn't know how to turn it on or anything. But you would go in all the drawers and look for pieces of metal. And, you know, you were nosy. You know, you liked to play with all the little parts and things. You never turned on anything that was bad. Okay, what was I like as a newborn? Oh, as a newborn, it was hard. You were a projectile vomiter for 13 months. You were highly allergic. Nothing stayed in you. If I gave you a teaspoon of milk, because I tried it, that came out so fast I couldn't believe it. It would like shoot out, boom, across the room. I mean, forcefully. This sounds exaggerated. It's not exaggerated. This was the honest to goodness truth. Was it like? But in the beginning, when we didn't know what was wrong with you, they put you in the hospital because you were, it was coming out both ends. And they said it was me. And they started to give me lessons. They put me in a rocking chair and they're showing me how I should burp you and rock you. And until you started throwing up on them. And then they realized it wasn't me. I kept saying, they thought I was a nervous mother. And I kept saying, I'm not nervous. This is not my doing. And then they finally believed me. So I came through for you. Yeah, you got everybody. (laughs) Was I the best projectile vomiter? Well, you're the only one that I knew. What about Benji? He wasn't? No. He would just had blood in his stool and we had to have, um, they don't make it anymore, a formula that consisted of ground lamb and it was dark brown, lamb base. That was what the formula was called? Yeah, lamb base, L-A-M-B base, B-A-S-E, like pulverized. You had to use these, what they called cross-cut nipples. Because nothing would clog it. So the first days of my older brother's life, he spent ingesting liquefied lamb. Oh, he had it for a long time, for about eight, at least eight months, maybe longer, maybe at a year. Do you think it was good for him? Well, he looks okay now. He did develop an inflammatory bowel disease. Right, that could be tied into it. Don't know, it's in the family. What if it was caused by the lamb base? I doubt it. It's a hereditary thing, and your father's family has this running through their family. It's not from you? No. Okay, so you gave asthma, and dad gave bowel disease? Yeah. So then the the pediatrician told me, maybe I should think about not having any more kids because the next one would be worse. I said, oh, it's okay, I'm through. (laughs) 